more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Okay, as promised, uh, he is in the studio, but before I go to the studio, I've got to give you an update on the weather. It's going to be variable around about the 10 knot mark, and it'll be from the northeast. It will build up to about 15 knots as we move into the latter part of the afternoon, and it will change direction, become a nor-nor-westerly. And then as the evening arrives, it'll drop back down to 10 knots. The sea will be about half a metre. Now, if you're going offshore, you're going to run into about a metre, metre and a half, and the wind velocity could get up to 20 knots offshore. And uh, it'll come from the south. So if you're going out through the heads here in Sydney, you turn right, go down, fish down towards uh, Maruba. Or even if you wander down as far as Wollongong offshore there around the Five Islands and places like that, and then come back home with a southerly on your tail. Now, that's my weather update for the present moment. If you want to fish Sydney Harbour, Botany Bay or the Hawkesby, you listen to this gentleman, Mike Latimer. Good morning. Good morning, boys. How are we all? Well, I'm good. My guest looks terrific, Melinda Pavey. She's here. Excellent, excellent. And she just said to me, I like him, he does a real good report. I thought, oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, look, it's been certainly been an up-and-down week. It's been like that for the last month, actually, weather-wise. Um, but the good thing, I, I love anglers. They still get out there, no matter what, <laughs> in the rain and the wind and stuff like that. They're still keen. They still get out there. So I've actually had a, a actually really good week of um, feedback which has been really good, actually. It's been busy as well, too, obviously, before the Black Friday sales, but um, it's been really good. Um, so I'll start off with what's probably going the hottest, and that's definitely that offshore scene, particularly with the Kings, because um, the Kings have been pretty quiet for the last probably you know, two years, I, w- I would say, but it's, it looks like it's ramping up to a really good season. Um, but particularly the offshore Kings, um, like around like the you know, uh, Long Reef Wide and the 12 Mile, all them kind of deeper reefs, that seems to be holding some like really good fish, like a lot of the fish are in that metre mark, um, which is really quality. Um, but it, it's been fishing very well, very consistent, considering that we haven't really had big... Um, we haven't had really good conditions. We've only had these little, you know, every now and then, every second day, third day, we've had a little bit of an opportunity to get out there. So it hasn't hasn't had consistent conditions, but the, the fishing's been really good. So that's signs that it's a really good season this year. Um, so most of the guys have been getting them on live baits and, and fishing them quite deep, um, but the jig guys have been doing very, very well as well. So keep that in mind if you, if you, like, a, if you like on the jigs. Um, the snapper fishing and, and bottom fishing in general has still been very good. Um, I had one of the charter guys in, actually Sea Lord in the other day, just telling me he reckons he's had probably the best season um, off Sydney when it comes to snapper and particularly trag as well too. There's just been so many of them. And, and you mentioned before, Maroubra's been fishing really well and that's a nice enclosed reef. But all the reefs, I've been getting reef reports from up and down the coast. It's been really consistent. Um, so really good season for the snapper and, and just general offshore stuff. It's really fishing very well. Um, already with that um, that East Australian current, which is just raging at the moment from all the way up north and very, very hot water, um, we're already getting dolphin fish reports pretty consistently um, on the fads. A lot of small dolphin fish, but still I've had a couple of customers show me photos of 10 kilo fish. So really weird this time of year that we're getting fish of that type of size. Um, but strange things are happening this year because it is just so warm um, and also marlin reports as well uh, again off the fads as well too I had a customer show me a photo of a little striped marlin um, that he got off the fad as well so look you just never know what's going to show up at the moment with that current offshore so that, that's really interesting that and it's exciting what's going on up there um, Harbour's still been fishing really well for the Kings as well it's, it's been fantastic this year um, particularly Balmain and, and Piermont particularly for the shore based anglers too a lot of, a lot of Kings are getting caught off the shore this year, which is really good, particularly in that neck of the woods. Um, Middle Harbour's been really good if you've got the boat as well. That's been excellent up the, the back reaches. Pretty hard for the shore-based angler up there, but it's been really good. Um, obviously, live baits are still the best to use them, but so you can use those as well, and you know the sinking stick baits and stuff like that. 
Um, in the main body, there's been lots of trevally and, and brim and flatties and stuff like that. The main body's been fishing very well too, actually, in the harbour. Um, and in the river, it's a little bit dirty upstream, um, you know, because this rain's starting to take effect, you know, it's been pretty steady. So mid-river's still been fishing really well, um, and there's been plenty of fish in that area, particularly the school dewfish as well. They've been everywhere, actually. Um, and where are you very at? Good, very good for the tailor. There's quite a lot of tailor schools out there at the moment, um, but the Kings have still been really quiet in the bay. It just really hasn't clicked in there yet, which is weird. Like, we've had a few reports from the Cairns and Mollamocks, but it hasn't really fired up. Um, but the squid's been really good, uh, so particularly around Cornell and Browns Rock, that kind of front edge of, has been really good if you wanted to get the bait. And there's been quite a lot of dewfish getting pulled out of the Georges as well, too, actually into the bay as well. I had a customer send me a photo just to rub it in while I was working of a, of a metre fish that he got yesterday. So I think that rain's just starting to push a few of them dewfish that have been in the river just out into the main body. So maybe the mouth of the Cooks River and the Georges, I think, would be a really good option at the moment. Um, uh, Hawks report's been good. Um, still getting hair tail reports. It's crazy how many hair tail are in there. And lots of school dewfish as well. That's been holding plenty of fish in there. But uh, again, a lot of smaller fish. Um, there's plenty of crabs in there. And, and prawns is also another thing to mention as well too. It's a really good prawning season. Um, so that's something to keep in mind again, over the next couple of months um, in the systems. Um, and the hacking's been a little bit quiet, haven't it? Stacks of reports, but I know the guys have been getting really well, lots of squid up the front as well too, same type of area. Um, and also oh, a few kings at Lilypilly as well, but it has been a little bit quiet. But that system tends to be very clean as well, even with this rain as well. So it's probably not a bad option at the moment. Um, and excuse me, off the rocks as well too. Still been plenty of tailor and salmon. And just a few of them, Benito and King, starting to show up off the rocks as well too, which is really interesting as well. That should start to kick in. Um, and on the freshwater, that's also worth a mention as well. I was up in the mountains the other day. It was fantastic. All the lakes up the mountains have been fishing really well. Um, lots of trout, lots of redfin. Um, and even the, the rivers are really good too. Even the coxes has got plenty of water in there as well, which is really good to see this side um, of summer as well too. I think it's going to be a cracker. Um, and the local bass scene's been a little bit quiet with the rain. Um, but yeah, I've still got a couple of reports, but it has been a little bit quiet. But I expect that to fire back once it all settles down. Um, so, in general, there's been plenty. There's been plenty of fish around, plenty of opportunities. Just the weather's been a little bit not on our side. But, you know, still, if you're keen, you'll get out there. This is true. And uh, if you want further updates and if you want to check, are you carrying or have, do I have in stock or what I'm using, am I using the right rod and reel to catch the specific type of fish that I want, you go to 938 Woodville Road at the Complete Angler and get the advice and up and upgrade if you want. Hey, Mike. Yes. It's Melinda. I um I agree with you absolutely on the king kingfish around Piermont, but uh, I also got some toothfish and tuna at Piermont, but that was down oh. at the fish markets. <laughs> That's cheating. Oh. That's cheating. <laughs> and it was bloody delicious. I, I drove down from from the north coast yesterday and then went straight to the fish markets before four o'clock before they closed. I just love those fish markets. It's like, it's just like a oh, it's heaven. Like you know, if you're not yeah. if you like fish but you don't fish, it's the place <laughs> to go. But the toothfish was nice as a bit of sashimi. Yeah, Piermont's always a hot spot. It's always on there. Always. No, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it is shitty, Melinda, but still, yeah, you've got to do it sometimes. No. All right, Mike, I'll let you get ready. Uh, Christmas is coming up. We'll talk next week about some of the Christmas specials that you're preparing. Not a drama at all. Well, enjoy the day, guys. Enjoy. Okay, mate. Thank you very much, Mike Latimer from out there at 938 Woodville Road, the complete angler just right near the Carnot set. Those that have been on the roads would understand the Carnot set. I better take a break. No, I'll get a special guest. A surprise. Does Melinda know? She doesn't know either. Say hello. Okay. I'll take a break. No, say hello. I say hello. Hello. Actually, they must be out walking. Good morning, everyone. How are we? Oh, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Where are yeah. you? You're out having some exercise. Yeah, I'm just um, between Hook Island and Whitsunday Island. Oh. oh, I've just seen a photo Grant showed me. Oh, yeah. you you good boy. That would have taken a lot of organising to get up there. Oh, uh, yes. You know, we're on a we, uh, bear batch out of the 42 Lagoon for a week. Oh. But you're unsure then? Are you, are you, no. You, no. No, no, I'm on the boat. You're on the boat? Okay. He's, he's a sailor. About, um, 
well, 15 metres away from you in the boat. Oh. It's a nice part of the world, up here. Are you up there for Christmas or are you coming home? No, coming home. Just coming up for work. I saw the I see the the cheese and kisses beside you in the photo. She looks like she's having a very stressful time. It's good. She uh, Bentley had a great time yesterday with us. We went out to a place called uh, Mandaray Bay on the north eastern eastern uh, top corner of Hook Island and swam with the fish. And I'm talking GT tuna, thirty kilo, um, a bit of Mary Rass. Rainbow runners, big bat fish, and just throw a bit of fish food. You know, they just come around you while you're swimming, and you can actually touch the fish. So you actually just grab, you don't fish, you catch, you actually get your no, hands out. We, we, no, no, we were just, it's, it's in the green zone. So oh. Really just uh, in and swim with the fish. Wow. And that turtle I'm talking about, he's still there because he's having to sleep on the surface of the water. Oh, he's having a little snooze. Not Is there anything the sweeter than a turtle snoozing in front of you? <laughs> oh, living the life. You've worked hard well, for it, Alan. The, there could be the big seal on the Marlin board as well. <laughs> yeah, no, we haven't got that. No, the turtle's woken up now. He's... Now, listen, it, uh, what's happening at Blake's Marine Wall? I got you. I've don't lost him. Don't have him anymore. Because, well, I'll talk about Blake's Marine at um, the railway parade up there. You're telling me I've got to take a break. Then we'll come back and talk to Melinda Pavey. Stay tuned. On 2SM and the Super Network, Talking Sport. Oh, what I call the Talking Sport Melbourne Cup. What's the distance? 100 metres, no, no handicap conditions. Seriously, old blokes and calves and hammies, it, it's uh, just nut. Graham, no. I'm not spending the night in hospital, no. No chance. There goes your market, Honda, all right? Oh, jeez, you'll have to, I don't know, have to invent something else now. That went down the tube for a Weekdays from three. Simplest way is, you know, in the 80s, 90s and early 2000s, everything was like you've done cocaine. You've done this, you've done that. And these days they run around with the, oh, no, no, he's, it's a uh, metabolite that bends a line. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Can I just quickly send a cheerio to, uh, not that he's listening, because he runs the London Stock Exchange, Michael Liner, great wallaby former. Um, just pulling that one out. Uh, Michael Liner running the London Stock Exchange. He does. He's a CEO. Um, so it's a fair job. wonder why we call him the top. Anyway. 13, 12, 69. Talking sport. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make Finance Easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. Discover a style that's just right for your home with the Choices Flooring Floors by Design Sale. Choose from a range of beautiful hard flooring options designed to suit the needs of your home and family. Whether it's timber, laminate or luxury vinyl, you can create the look you've been searching for in your home. Visit choicesflooring.com.au to discover your style or visit your nearest Choices Flooring showroom. The Choices Flooring Floors by Design Sale is now on. Head to your nearest Choices Flooring today. With 20 tab tracks across New South Wales and plenty of greyhound racing action daily, thedogs.com.au is the home for everything greyhound racing. Watch all New South Wales greyhound racing live, plus view on-demand replays and get expert form analysis and tips on every race. The black book function allows you to add your chosen dogs and trainers to let you know when they're running next and update you with their results. It's the one-stop shop for greyhound racing. Visit thedogs.com.au. Gamble responsible. Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. This is 2SM Sydney. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down. Yes, and you are listening to High Tide here on the Super Radio Network. In the studio, we have Melinda Pavey, and Melinda does have a special guest for us. We do, we do, and it's the power of Facebook. The power of Facebook. I was reading it this week and uh, an old colleague of mine, um, we met when I was the roads minister, uh, Michael Corboy. He was the head of um, the traffic cops, if you like. Uh, and we did really good work together. Um, in fact, I think in my first year as minister for roads, we actually had a big impact on the road toll and reduced it by a third. Um, but anyway, Michael um, had posted a beautiful story about Phil the Murray Cod. And I'm going to bring on Michael now to um, to talk about Phil the Murray Cod. Good morning, Minister. Oh, oh well. sorry, Melinda. Melinda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you, Michael? How you're you're in uh, you're in a different stage of life. You've left the 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 police. I mean, your, your heart never leaves them, but um, you're doing other things now. Yes, yes. I um I've been out nearly three retired three years now. Did me forty years and uh, moved on. So um, I'm enjoying retirement with my family and. Uh, Spending a lot of time down on the Murray River, and you you work down there, and then you, you you're in the Blue Mountains now. But um, and you share a great passion for um, a particular type of football that Kieran isn't very fond of. Um, <laughs> but uh, it wasn't a great year for the Swans. But tell us about. No, I, fi- no, I used to be a Swan supporter. I got a red and white scarf and jumper. <laughs> I'll pull it out next year. It's going to be our year. Okay. So um, we. I read this wonderful story about a Murray cod that has actually gone through a weir twice that was tagged and released some eight years ago, uh, and um, it was found again. And I'm going to hand it over to you to tell the story because it's, um, it's a very personal and beautiful story to you, Michael. It is, it is. Um, so just a quick background. The Mulwala Football Club has been around since 1882. It's a very old football club. And in fact, my, my grandfather coached the premiership team in 1912, would you believe it? And the family's been involved ever since. And my dad was um, my dad played 250 games. He he played in two premierships, and he was president during a premiership. So long and um, storied career with the between the Corboy family and the Moala Football Club. So my dad unfortunately passed away in 2015, and they've got this wonderful fishing competition which um, they started off um, sometime before that called the um, Cod Classic. And I think it's the biggest inland fishing competition in Australia at the moment and uh, has been for a long time. They, they give away boats and all sorts of fabulous prizes and uh, it's been going a while. So by the year Dad died, they um, they decided to release a, a, a Murray Cod into the into the river as a prize, into the lake as a prize. And um, the actual prize was a uh, million dollars. And uh, if, you, if you caught the fish, I think you want to a four-wheel drive and a boat, and then you went into the chance to pick some envelopes and win a million dollars. Anyway, um, so I had the pleasure of going down and, and releasing it with the with the insurance people and the and the members of the football club committee. And anyway, it was a, it's a it was about a sixty centimeter, sixty-two centimeter uh, Murray cod, if I remember right. It was tagged, and uh, we released it. Lots of publicity around it, and called Big Phil after my father, which was very proud of the family. And uh, anyway, never to be seen of again. So. There's been uh, so many competitions and so many cod caught over the last eight years since since 2015 when this happened, and all of a sudden um, uh, Tony Bennett, the uh, organiser of, of the cod classic, got a phone call from the guy who keeps the the uh, fish uh, the fish um, elevator, which takes fish back from the Murray into Lake Mawala through the through the big weir there. And Michael, and, um, his name was Luke Crookshank. Luke Crookshank, that's right. And, um, and his, Luke... and I dare say, a relative of his was Adrian Crookshank, who used to be the former member for for Murrumbidgee. Yeah, mate, absolutely. So I, I, I'm, we're assuming the same name. So, um, so he found a, a cod in the um, in the fish um, elevator, and uh, he saw a tag on it that uh, didn't really recognise. So he rang the number on it, which was Tony. He told him. If he would have caught that cod eight years ago, he would have made it won a million dollars. <laughs> so, so uh, but uh, it was a great story. The, the carp's only grown five centimeters. It, um, the cod it got out of the, the cod. It got out of the um, it got out of the, the lake into the Murray, and it's trying to get back in again. Shows how a, a nimble they are, and how the oh, elevators absolutely. are working. That's um, that's a good yeah. news. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's uh, the the Cod Classics on this weekend um, again down there in, in Mawala, uh, which I'll be happy to go down and try my luck out again. again. Um, and uh, lots of competition, lots of lots of people come down, and, and it really we're, we're hoping for a good weekend. But um, it's a fabulous story, and uh, it made the family really happy that, uh, that the fish was found again, and and uh, it really um, it really um, brought a lot of smiles. And I've, I've been down there last week, and it really brought a a lot of smiles to people's faces, especially my mum, uh, who's still still with us and down there. So, well, it's good um, to know that the fish is still story. surviving. Well, and the interesting uh, thing, in eight years, it's only grown five centimetres. So a yeah, big Murray a cod, a very uh, Murray cod, you know, the big ones, they're, they're about 60 or 70 years old. My my grandmother was a great famous uh, Murray cod fisherwoman from the Murray River, from Barma particularly, but uh, they're oh, a beautiful fine. fish, beautiful fish. Marwala is like... We coastal people think everything happens on the coast in terms of property prices in the bush. But tell us, tell us what a, a four bedroom house on the on on the lake is now worth, Michael. Oh, well, we saw someone well down there last week. Um, one was going for just under three million dollars, um, and you can't get a place on the actual waterfront around Lake and Lake Mawala, the town of Mawala, is a is a coast city to Yarrawonga, which is on the other side of the river. Um, they're sort of big, one big joined up place, except they're Victorians and we're from New South Wales, obviously, so we've got the better side of the river. <laughs> um, and uh, um, uh, wonderful place, wonderful. Uh, uh, I spent a lot of time down there, obviously, and, and uh, uh, the people down there are wonderful, and, and it's a beautiful place, and it, it's sort of like a, um, a like a hidden gem down there, actually. So when people come there for the first time, they, they tell me, um, how long has this been going? It's a wonderful place to live. Yeah, it's pretty special. Um, so, how tall was your dad? Oh no, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't as tall as me. Um, he was. Uh, he was a nuggety back man. Oh, was he? Because um, you're yeah, what about yeah. six foot four? No, no, no. I think he just. He might. They call him down there a Collingwood six footer. So, was a Collingwood six footer. So, means he would have been about five foot eleven. I think. Okay, because you're tall. You're about six foot four. Six foot three. Yeah, nearly. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. On your tippy toes, you're six foot four. It helped when I was playing a cop down and working along the Murray River by myself. (laughs) I'm sure it did. I could bluff a lot of people. (laughs) Oh, it's been wonderful having you on. Um, You might give us a call next week um, after after you had a look at the comp. Yeah, yeah. The the comp runs from Friday to um, to, uh, Sunday. And, uh, yeah, I'll be hoping to to catch it. But I go go down with my brother and my son, so... We make a yearly event of it now to, to for, for Dad because it was funny when it was first started. Dad was president, I think, on, on the committee, and uh, he, he said it'll never work. He said if it works, I'll run down the main street and um, <laughs> make it. <laughs> uh, so he, he, he acknowledged how good it was, and he was, he was a great supporter of it. And uh, we're, we're we're really happy to support it again now. So, if, um, so Phil, we named that that Murray Cod Phil, obviously. So, um, yes. And oh, what did Luke do with it? Did he put it? Did it? Did he go into the lake or put it into? Well, the... it's it's a bit of a mystery at the moment. I I, I, was, I was down there last week and I was trying to find out find out what happened whether it's been released or in the fry pan. But uh, they, they're not telling me. I think there's going to be a special something special happen next weekend about it. So it may may, may it may turn up or we may find out the real story. Oh, you might have some nice cod sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a beautiful eating fish. So, no, it's um, it's uh, it's it's a it's a great story, and uh, I'm pleased you uh, let, let us share share it with your listeners today, Mel. Okay, great to speak with you. Take care, drive right. safe down there, and um, we might speak next weekend. Bye. All right, terrific. Lovely talking. Okay, very interesting. I would like to think that he lives on the cod. Would be a wonderful story should he uh, dodge the fry pan. <laughs> But um, we need a break, I would think. Yes? No? Suit you? Okay, we'll Who take a break. I? I make you laugh and sometimes cry. I'm there when you wake up and by your side each day. You can take me anywhere. I've been connecting communities for longer than you've been alive. Oh, and this year... I'm marking 100 years of providing Australians with laughs, news, sport and great music. I am Australian Radio. 100 years and just getting started. Thanks for listening.
Why don't you take your taste buds on a chocolate holiday with the irresistible chocolates from Byron Bay Chocolate Company? A local success story, the family-run factory produces spectacular chocolates to match our spectacular region. Locally sourced nuts, fruits and berries are lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create these gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Treat yourself this holiday season. Try their world-famous Moon Macadamias. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at Quality Independent Outlet. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish Kids than ever before who need your support. Wish Kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. And this summer, let Cobram Estate be the hero when entertaining family and friends. Cobram Estate Extra Virgin Olive Oil is fresh and full of flavour. Perfect for roasting, frying, baking, dressing salads and for dipping bread. Make your food taste even better this summer with a little help from Cobram Estate. Premium quality, great tasting and a versatile healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. The World Supercross Australian Grand Prix is returning to Marvel Stadium, Melbourne on the 24th and 25th of November. Witness 40 of the world's best riders, including reigning champion Ken Roxon and Australian heroes Aaron Tanti and Luke Clout as they battle for championship glory. Marvel Stadium will light up with epic pyrotechnics, freestyle motocross stunts and live music and more for two nights of exhilarating entertainment. Get your tickets at WSXChampionship.com. Don't miss it. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank Taking our positions on the bridge Hoping for that red fin OK, we're back and uh, off to Port Stevens. I should imagine uh, the bees on the buzz. <laughs> Plenty of bees around, mate. Yeah, just got to um, look after them a little bit better than we uh, have in the past. But anyhow, that's another story again. How long before the honey comes? Oh, look, probably won't get any this season, I wouldn't think. Um, although it's still early and they're, they're pretty busy, so... Um, just depends on the nectar flow. There's plenty of flowers around and everything like that. You, you'll you get a good nectar flow and they, they're busy buggers, I'll tell you. OK. But I, I, I will take your word for it. This morning. Huh? What's that? It's a cracking morning here this morning. Absolutely perfect for fishing. Uh, Maddie's taken himself off to the beach. I uh, no doubt. Uh, so uh, he got a good half a dozen nice whiting yesterday. But then, by the same token, two other blokes went at the same time and were probably a couple of k away from each other and just caught uh, a stingray and some salmon. So go figure. I mean. It's uh, it's it can be funny down there on the beach, but uh, same bait, uh, move up and down the beach, and uh, still only caught salmon and stingrays. That, as I said, Maddie brought home or brought back six nice whiting, um, so he's um, giving them a go again this morning. Uh, 
Terry and uh, that are out chasing a few flatties in the bay this morning, so um, no doubt I'll get a report on that sometime through the day. They all tend to come back and and uh, rub it in your face a little bit because you're stuck here working, but um, someone's got to do it. I'm just tired of uh, drawing the short straw. I don't think uh, they put any long straws in there when I have a draw. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that feeling, don't we? Yeah, we know yeah. what that's like. Yeah, so live beachworms of the go, as I said, uh, they are catching whiting down down off the beach. Um, uh, I'd suggest that if you're not getting them in one spot, move, you know, like there's yeah. no point sitting there for a couple of hours and pulling in stingrays and, and uh, salmon and stuff like that. If you're not getting the fish you're, you're targeting, move. You know, it can only it can be a matter of a couple of hundred metres further down, and you'll you'll get onto a patch and uh, get yourself a good feed of fish. But, yeah. As Peter said this morning, Peter Johnson, you know uh, about fishing the beach for the whiting. Just look there; you know, they're not. You don't have to cast a hundred yards. They're only twenty or thirty feet away from you. Just that's look exactly for that bit right. of a ch- You know, you get them down there and you'll see them. And they'll try and throw it out as far as they possibly can. And the fishing, like, if, if they're plentiful, you will get them out there. But, you know, I'd probably fish no more than 10, maybe 12 metres yeah. from, from the beach. You don't have to throw out very far. And how do you cook your whiting? Me, I like to just, uh, I like to to cook my fish whole. Oh. There's less weight, waste that way, just a little bit of butter and pepper, a um, bit of lemon and uh, shallow fried or grill it, but I like to, I like to keep my fish whole. Uh, is is that with the head on or head off? No, nah, leave the head on, mate. Leave the head on as well. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing the matter with it. You can eat right down to the bone. The thing about it is, I mean, if you're filleting, filleting a fish out, you lose so much of of the fish itself. So, But if you cook it whole, all the bones remained in t- intact where they should be. So you can clear one side and then turn it over and clear the other side. And all the bone structure is there. So you don't... It's like eating a piece of filled fish. Yeah, but well, the whiting good... does have some fine bones in him as well. So yeah, you just got to be aware of that with kids and that eating that, you know. And oh, yeah. I, yeah, I no, found I before we had that, to save but... a, a young girl's life down at Narrabeen once. Uh, and luckily we had a loaf of bread. And yep. a, bit of, a bit of dry bread and a bit of water. Yes, yes. Well, that works. But, you know. Also, um, yeah, look, the experience is uh, eating it with your fingers, mate. You don't get any bones if you eat it with your fingers. You don't need a knife and fork. And cooking it the way you do, you get the best bit of the fish, which is the cheek. Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of meat left on frames that you see when people um, when people fill it a fish. You know, there's all that all that meat that goes to waste, all the the, the tender flesh that goes to waste so I just I just don't see the point in unless it's a big fish you know, there's no need to fill with it you can whack most of them on the barbecue or uh, just lightly pan fry them um, I like the pan fry do you? yeah I like to just throw him in there chop his uh, head off a bit of olive throw oil in. Or what sort yeah a bit of oil a bit of butter in the other early days it used to be butter and if you get yeah. real fancy, add some capers. Yum. Oh, yeah, well, that'd be nice too. I don't mind the capers. Yeah, no, that's all good. Uh, but a uh, bit of ghee, you can get the, get get it nice and hot without creating a lot of smoke. That's also a good way to cook it. But, yeah, I use what I've got on hand. So it's, all, it's all good. Excellent. You don't want to be wasting any of any of the fish. It's about you know respecting uh, the fish if you uh, if you've caught it, treat it properly. Okay. Well, we know Port Stevens beach fishing's good. The bay's good. Outside fishing, the snapper will be out there. 
Oh, yeah. It'd be a great morning. It'd be too flat for them this morning. Mm. <laughs> it is a glorious morning out there. You're absolutely spot on there. Yeah, look, it's it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Uh, once again, I've got the short straw, but anyhow, that's how it goes, eh? Yeah. Someone's got to draw it. <laughs> this is true. All right, we'll catch up with you next Saturday. Yep, too easy. Thanks, what, guys. What's the address? Um, I'll do the number. You do the number? 49820711. Shop 1, 163 Salamander Way, Salamander Bay. Look forward to talking to you next Saturday, Tone. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. guys. All the best. Have a good morning. Okay, we will. All right, we better take another break here on the Super Radio Network. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. How dare they release those murderous criminals onto our streets? That's a joke. They had a very clear idea that this was possibly the decision that the High Court was going to hand down. Brent Bultitude. Well, they're guilty of being reactive rather than proactive. Well, the government goes off on their own tangent, and then all of a sudden they disclose it to you and I. And then we go, wow, well, I don't agree with that, but it's too late. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply. When it comes to the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff, Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveallcollection.com.au or phone Ray 0406-671359. Ready to retire? With a Host Plus pension account, you can turn your super into a tax-effective retirement income. So, whether you're focused on maximising your investments or having more certainty over your returns, Host Plus Pension has an option for you. More control over your retirement? That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. General advice only. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Consider your circumstances in the Host Plus Pension PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au before making a decision. Search Host Plus Pension today. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... 07-56198-198 2SM Sydney's Talking 2SM 1269 More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network Thanks to Shimano Tomorrow's Tackle Today If only I could go Fishing down the Yes and don't forget the tides today High Tide here in Sydney at Fort Denison will be at 3 minutes past 8am this morning and it will be 1.84 metres tall and low tide will be at 14.38 which is 2.38 this afternoon and it will be 0.33. So there's a good one and a half metre run in the tide, Melinda. Well. Good, she says. Excellent. <laughs> what does that mean to me? <laughs> I'm no fishing, she says. So uh, I'll be taking my, my wallet or my husband's credit card down to the fish market. Well, the tide means to me when I go for my walk. 
I love to go on a low tide because I don't like walking um, when the, the, the waves are up the beach. It's, the sand's soft and it's a harder walk. So I actually do follow the tides, but because I'm not home, I'm not going out for a walk. So um, I much prefer the lower tide. What do you think about that, Sir Alan? Oh, I think it's very good. Very good. It's great to see Mel's out enjoying herself. Well, and, uh, yeah, I thought that would, I couldn't believe it. I went to the front door to let her in this morning. I said, wow, look at the figure at the door here. <laughs> Be nice. Oh, well, there's a picture of Earl McPherson in the paper today, and I'll tell you, not much difference. Oh, you know, what do they say? 60 is the new 20. <laughs> she looks <Man>. amazing. <laughs> but that's what you can do when you dedicate your whole life to yourself. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. Well, her father was uh, right at the football too, wasn't he? He was involved with Cronulla. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't know why I know that useless piece of information, but yes, you're right. <laughs> I couldn't help myself with you talking to Mark Warboy about the AFL. Sorry. <laughs> Now, what was that fish that um, that you sent, Grant? It was the weirdest fish we've ever seen. And uh, picked up a little baby cod, and the cuttlefish came up with him trying to eat him. Ah. And I stopped there and grabbed the cuttlefish. The cuttlefish grabbed him, but he let go. I couldn't, I couldn't get both, and I let them all go anyway. So it was just yeah. a bit of fun. But it just shows you either eat or be eaten up here, basically. <laughs> true, true. Um, so what's uh, what what happens today for you guys? You know, it's Sunday. Um, you're up early, which is your want in life. I can tell you one thing: you won't be at church. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too far to go to church from here. No, it's daylight up here before five o'clock. Yes, so we're an hour behind. Don't forget. So um, I'm up early. Then um, Anne and Bentley are still still in the bunker slope. But, uh, actually, Bentley, my grandson, invited himself along last week. He'll like that, Mel. Oh, tell, tell us what happened. How did he get out of school a week early? Well, uh, Anne and myself had planned to go up here just for a week on, on a boat by herself and just sail around with Sundays instead of bringing the, the big boat up. And Bentley uh, was over at home last Sunday, and uh, he said to Anne, he said, no, take care. He said, my bags are packed. He said, no, I haven't got much on at school. We finished week and a half, so I'd come to the Sundays with you. <laughs> You've got to admire that. A 12-year-old, yeah. <laughs> she said, as you asked your mother, he said, I'm just going to say to her, Mum, just say yes. It's all right. There's no problems. And who and, booked uh, his airfare? No, no, we brought the plane up. Oh, up you Sunday, got... so, but, uh, <laughs> Cheap at half the like price. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's been loving it. He, he's enjoyed the... Uh, he likes boats anyway. He's involved with boats all the time. But the sailing side of it's been nice. We've been sailing up around everywhere and just enjoying life. Living your best lives. Well, that's it. That's it. It's all product development for work. I'm sure it is. <laughs> we sell a lot of sailing boats out there uh, at Blake Marine. <laughs> the tax man, the tax motors, man. They all have tenders with motors. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but yeah, it's amazing the amount of tourism that's going on up here again. Um, it's very busy and a lot of things are booked out. And it was actually um, good last week in Airlie Beach. We got up a couple of days early because of the weather. And uh, it was schoolies. And I must commend the kids how well behaved they all were and how well it was organised. You know, I have a theory about this. Yeah. When schoolies started, which was in my day, like so we're talking about the late 80s, we mm-hmm. were the, the first sort of generation that did it. And so we made all the mistakes. <laughs> now our kids are doing it and they've been mollycoddled to an inch of their life. <laughs> oh, I don't think they're being mollycoddled. They're all getting out, but they're all wearing their wristbands and their neckbands and they've got the red frog people and the, and the security people. They're all their own age walking around all the time. Uh, so it's just, it was good to see. I like that misbehaving a little bit, but it was innocent fun type of thing. So there was no, no dramas. They're all having fun. Too many, too many cocktails are not mocktails. Well, that's right. But that's what the Red Frogs are there for, to help them out after that. But they had secure, like um, free shuttle buses running backwards forwards to hotels and things like that. So it was good to see. It's a pretty place, that early Beach, isn't it? And a very good marina. Oh, yeah. Coral Sea is a very good one. Um, it's, it's a big marina. It got trashed in the cyclone in 2017. Um, when, back when I was president of BIA, I, I set the team up there after the cyclone. They helped me out for 10 days, putting it back together. And... Um, Done a great job there in the resort next to the Coral Sea uh, Marina Resort. That's beautiful. It is really a destination. Now, Alan, there's something I wanted to talk to you about. Um, yes. Kieran just gave me a very important bit of information from Ausfish. 
And yes. this is, I think, something that we used to talk about, the, the private pontoons and jetties uh, mm-hmm. in the Sydney Harbour and what a resource they are. And, you know, uh, the agencies don't like them, but they're there and let's do something useful with them. So Ozfish, um have got a new program out there and they're wanting owner, boat owners and people that own the jetties to pimp up their jetties, their private jetties, to, uh, to actually make them habitat for, for fish. To actually, you know, uh, put a habitat attractor, habitat attractors under the jetties, so mm-hmm. that we can. Well, uh, they become that anyway with the Grey Fund of them. But do. also, you have to be careful if people want to fish with them. I'm just being being devil's advocate here because the owners have to pay for that right to have that there. Am I correct? You and them, yep. through the time, as so they actually own the jetty and they're, and they're paying. Well, they lease them board. from. They lease they them lease from Groundlands. That's right. So, uh, you look, it's, it's, it's like a mooring minder, which there's none of Sydney Harbour, but uh, if it was left unattended, it gets a lot of growth on it. It becomes a natural habitat for the fish anyhow, and the jetties are the same. Well, they're at, and that's what they're doing. They want uh, those that are leasing the, the, the jetties to actually get involved in this habitat program to increase the number of habitats and just simple stuff. It's just a, it's just a good idea. Oh. Great thought. I think it naturally happens anyway. If you put piles in or you put a floating pontoon in, it's going to get 100 mil of growth on it and it's going to attract the fish. And you know most of the fish would look for boats that don't use and fish down the side of those to catch their fish as well. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how active you'll get. With the demographics of the people that live in Sydney Harbour and the values there, I don't know if that many of them want people fishing up alongside their jetties or tied up to their jetties because some of the fishermen will do the wrong thing. The majority will do the right thing. Well, if they know that those attractors are underneath there and they know that the fish are going to congregate, well, they certainly are going to be there. We've seen that we couldn't get to educate the people enough that about fishing off the wharves and off pontoons and that. You know, that's, right. that's why we had to shut so many of them down. Yeah, well, the problem is if you let people onto the private jetties to mm. fish and someone has an accident, they'll want to sue the owner. Insurance. Yes. That would be my concern, and I think it would be a concern of the owners. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's all, but it's also, it's not just about fishing them it's about actually creating some food oh, and yes, source yeah, and, and yeah so yeah it's gosh you you can't think of the worst thing all the time well the worst thing oh, I, are. I know but it, it, it's like like getting a sausage sandwich at bunnings and slipping on an onion isn't it no yeah well i haven't done that i do, i've somehow no, no, managed no, no, to eat no. it all that's the mentality and unfortunately our legal system is uh, going that way like America with the ambulance chasers yeah but anyway good on Ozfish and if you're lucky to have a private jetty on the Sydney Harbour give them a call and they'll help um, create a bit of natural habitat underneath your jetty yeah well it's made out of the material it's made out of the rope fibre and uh, and timber yeah those natural resources yeah. So, well, Kieran, that all one, one of your good friends w- was perfect for fishing off his jetty and pontoon all the time, John Duffy. He was, yes. I've fished there a lot of times. That's right. But uh, all the fish had to go back because he had names for them. They were all personal friends. <laughs> you, know, you, you could catch him. He said to me, he threatened E.T. he'd throw him in the drink one day. E.T. <laughs> put it back, you know. And it, Andrew was hanging on to it, play with it, and he thought it was going to die, you know. Yeah. He's a handsome lad, isn't he, that E.T.? He's actually a very nice fellow. You don't there. have to tell him. He looks in the mirror and tells himself <laughs> that every day. <laughs> of all he the, is. He's just a nice fella, too. Like, of all yeah. those rugby league players, he'd never have done the wrong thing ever. He's such a good boy. Kieran's fallen off the chair. I'm not going to go there. Oh, just tell me quickly. We've got about uh, oh two minutes. Blake's Marine. Yeah, it's still open. (laughs) (laughs) Only Joshua. Remote control. Lee and the kids are doing a great job. They were glad to get rid of us for a week. But uh, Yana was happy when Bentley came with us. But no, it's uh, busy down there. Look, there's not that many slots left before Christmas if you want a boat for Christmas. Um, I think we've got a backlog of about 45 new boats we've got to fit up. So uh, don't hang around if you're after one. There is some stock available, but it's just a case of getting to uh, rig it so we can deliver it. So uh, same with service work. Service work's only got about a week left. Uh, then it's booked out on Christmas. So, uh, 
Yeah, don't hang around. And look at a Bargain Babies catalogue. You can get uh, all sorts of goodies for Christmas ideas. Yeah, now, I'm just wondering, have you got a North Bank there for uh, Mel to buy? No. Maybe she could test drive one. (laughs) You can have a look at one. We've got uh, got Ronnie Brazzle's 7.5 there and also um, Andrew Harris's 6 metre on display. But, uh, yeah, you won't get one until about March or April if you want one. Wow. That's how far they're out there. Good on you, Alan. Good Good on you. And the bar crusher? Yeah, yeah, we've got some bar crushers in stock. I think Lee's put a, a deal on. There's three thousand dollars worth of accessories um, on some of the models we've got there free. So uh, it's worth the effort to have a look at. Get our website or four five double seven double six double nine tomorrow. Yep, eight a.m. till about five. That's it. First of the charity ops is just going out with all the snorkelers ready to go out. Will you be back uh, this weekend? Yes, I am. Yeah, we're back in Sydney on uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Okie dokie. Well, that's all good. Good to catch up. Well, don't, I think you need uh, a quickly, I'll just say, Laurie McAnally gave uh, the BIA a bit of a lift along this morning. You've, uh, they say they haven't gone like a, a been of, as active as what they should have been, like when you were in control. I think the, no, I'm not speaking against them, but I think the focus has changed a little bit from uh, the average person to more marinas and government advocacy. Uh, instead of looking after their members. But that's not up to me, that's up to the current people. But they're, looking, they're doing a good job. Adam Smith's just taken over as president, who owns ABC Baiting, and I think he'll get them back on the straight and narrow. OK, that's good. And Johnny Williamson is telling us it's time to go home. So I look Stay forward to catching up right. with you during the week. OK. Stay safe, and Al, keep your eye on the sky. Hoping for that red fin. One pound to put in Mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as sure as yabbies bite your toes This boyhood story had to end Super Network News. Israeli government has approved a ceasefire deal that will see the release of at least 50 hostages. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed the war will continue until Israel achieves all of its goals. Whenever news breaks, we are there. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has concluded his time at the APEC summit. No formal trade deal has been agreed on between nations and any deal created will not include China. Super Network News is immediate independent, unbiased. Paramedics across New South Wales are planning to take further industrial action. They're concerned that the New South Wales government is refusing to fulfil its election promise of a real pay rise. The top 1% of the world's wealthiest people produce more carbon emissions than the bottom 66%. That's according to a new report, which claims the emissions will cause 1.3 million deaths from rising temperatures. Super Network News.